License and registration, please. Do you know why I bought you over this morning? Ignorance. Do you know the Montefiore podcast is sponsored by Anchor? Nope. That's what I thought. That's why I'm giving you this as your ticket. Easy. Settle down now. You can put your ticket in court. Just don't miss the mid-roll. All right. You have a safe day now. Welcome to our show, everyone. We appreciate you, or as some people say, we appreciate you for joining us for the ride. My name is Dominic Meyer, and I am hosting this train wreck of a podcast today. Oh, and Noah's here, too. Who? You. I don't know anyone named you. Never mind. I don't know either, though. If you think about it, I don't know anyone named you. Mm-mm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know anyone named me either, though, so. No, I don't either. Today, we are talking about the friends that we can't choose, family. Ooh, interesting. What what exactly are we going to be discussing about family? Well, you know, many, many family-related topics, but most families have that one half-uncle, seven times removed, by marriage, whatever that did something weird in history that no one knows about, or they all know about, but nobody cares about. Mm. So it's those people that we're talking about. So the weird uncles of the family. Exactly. Mm. This might be a rough episode. All right, let's get right into this segment for the day um looking through our family tree i don't think we've ever found anyone that really stood out as super spectacular or crazy did something awesome i mean the only one i can think is our great great grandfather who you know came over to ellis isle and you know he started our entire family but other than that i can't think of anything spectacular right and i have family that have come from germany years and years and years ago but nothing too crazy so we're gonna dive into the internet as always and see if we can find some crazier stories from other people's families one (laughs) and i will start us off with the first one some elder family members started a genealogy search in case we descended from royalty okay that's always uh what's the word i'm looking for Good reason? Legit? Not legit? Sketchy? Warranted. Ah. That's warranted. Because everybody wants to be royalty. The results? Turns out we come from an infamous gang of Highland horse thieves. Oh. I think being... I kind of like that better. I was going to say, I think being thieves is cooler (laughs) than being royalty. (laughs) Yeah, especially something obscure as Highland horse thieves. Yeah. I think... I mean, hey, if I found out I was, you know, a royal, you know, my life would change forever. But I think finding mm-hmm. out, because it says infamous gang of horse thieves, I think right. that's a lot cooler than, you know, yeah. royalty. Because, I mean, there's no one uses royals anymore except England. 
Yeah. And, you know, those little smaller countries. So, like, you're like, hey, I'm royal. Okay. Uh-huh. We say, hey, I come from a line of thieves. Whoa, really? That's so cool. Uh-huh. It's like the Struckers finding out that they're descendants of the Von Strucker twins. I mean, like. Yeah. Sure, they were, they were thieves, but infamy is pretty Powerful cool. thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That'd be cool. Maybe we come from a line of Von Struckers. Who knows? I doubt it, but that would be cool. All righty. Next one. This is my great-grandfather is Samuel Morse. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because he's the man who invented Morse code. And mm-hmm. go figure, this person that wrote this says they work as a fiber optic technician. She said communications run in the family. Ooh, that's actually really cool. Yeah. You're like, you know. And, mm, go ahead. Yeah. Did I wonder, though, did the person know that their great-great-grandfather was Samuel Morse from a young age before they got the job or after, you think? Because, I mean, either way, it would be cool, but it would be pretty cool if they already chose communication as their line of work and then learned that that was, like, the legacy. I think the way it's worded, because this person, I shouldn't say she because I have no idea if it's a man or a woman but it says go figure i work as a fiber optic technician so i think maybe she was they were going to school you know for this and it it found out i don't know uh either way that's pretty cool to have have a legacy connected back to morse code it's such an awesome code and really revolutionized a lot of things i know right all right, let's move on. Says, my grandmother was the voice of Betty Rubble and the blue bonnet chicken in Foghorn Leghorn. What is that? Uh, Foghorn Leghorn is a cartoon. He's just like really like tough chicken or rooster, I believe. Hmm, I gotta look this up. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it, but I I think my my uncle watched it or our uncle watched it. Oh. Okay, I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, continuing on, because there are many more things that she did. (laughs) She was also the voice of Little Red Riding Hood on Bugs Bunny and Tweety's grandma, along with other women who voiced her too. Okay, so there's more for that role. And she was on I Love Lucy and had her own show called Petticoat Junction. And she was on Burns and Aland and so, so, so many more. And this person's grandfather was on Red Rider on TV. Voice actor family. Very cool. That is really cool. I wonder who, let's see. Okay, we're going to do some little investigation here. Investigation. Petticoat Junction, American sitcom. All right. So this person says potentially be Bernadette. American yeah, that's what one of the comments said. So let's see. What did be Bernadette do? Uh-huh. Flintstones. Bugs Bunny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. Canary Show with yeah. Tweety, so I imagine. Yep, There's yep. Foghorn Leghorn. Huh. Yep, yep. That's really cool. Go figure. But if it is this person, she was in a lot of stuff. 
That's one thing that I think is so cool about voice acting is that you don't just sign up for one gig. Your voices are in so many places and you'll even play multiple voices in one show. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool to think that one person can have so many different roles in like a cartoon or something. Oh yeah. And I you would agree. never even know. I agree. You know, unless like I forget there's the one actress or I should say the voice actress who voices like Timmy Turner and you know all these things. Oh yeah. Right? And she like puts that little thing in her voice. So like just talking to her normally, you'd never know until, you know, she pulls out the Timmy Turner and be like, Whoa, wait a minute, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, seeing her do Timmy Turner is so shocking because you don't expect these voices, these iconic voices to come out of these normal people. Right? It's like the moment I found out that uh, Vin Diesel voiced Groot. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) And then then to find out he voiced Baby Groot too. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It would be really cool to have a grandmother that was a voice actor too. Yeah. She could give us tips. Mm-hmm. Or just make a random appearance here. Hey, look who we have today. That'd be <laughs> cool. Alrighty. Yeah. Continuing on with famous family members, says my autistic sister, who is the third best Paralympic skier in Sweden. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. Wonder if we have a name somewhere. Wonder wait. Here, let's see. We're going to do a little bit of uh, investigation here. The problem is finding what year, though. Right. Big. We spell skier. In like it shouldn't be spelled. Sweden. Ski? The word ski makes no sense. Right? I've, I mean, I've never gone skiing, but I think... <laughs> it's a messed up... It seems it's a messed up word. Yeah. Merritt Ruth? It's not... Merritt Sundin? No idea. If we could find a year for this article, that would be a lot more helpful. Definitely. I don't think we're going to be able to find anything. No, me neither. But very cool. Hmm. I would like to go to Sweden. Yeah, eat some chocolate. Yeah. Okay, next we have, you know that really famous photo of a bunch of construction workers sitting on a beam at the top of an in-progress building in New York from the 30s having lunch? Yeah. My great-grandfather is one of those men. Wow. Wow. I would not be sitting on that beam. (laughs) No. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, even if I did sit on that beam, you know how sad I would be if I dropped part of my lunch? I know. Your whole lunchbox? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not even for my safety's sake would I not want to be up there, but for my lunch's sake. I value it too much. Right. And what if you got attacked by like a bird or something? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Go to swat it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Right there's let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven men on there. How did the first guy get on? Did he like? <laughs> did he walk across the beam, or did he crawl on all fours, or did he sit and like scoop? 
I don't well these guys have been working on these skyscrapers. I think that by now they'd be so comfortable that they probably would have just walked across. Because that seems like something they would have on like Fear Factor or something. Like walk across is being yeah. you know, trust that there's a net at the <laughs> yeah. bottom, you know, like uh-huh. what on earth? Like I would be terrified now to do that. I mean I'm terrified to walk along the roof of a house, let alone the skyscraper. Yeah. So I don't remember what city is city it is in. It's I think it's in either Buffalo, New York, or Syracuse. Mm-hmm. But there is a statue of this beam with the men on it, and it's got like it's partly moving, so you like you see their legs dangling. Oh, that's cool. It's a pretty cool so statue. Another question: How did the picture get taken? That's true. Maybe they just dropped something. <laughs> just dropped it. <laughs> Take the picture. Bye. <laughs> bye. That's a really good camera then. <laughs> After he drops it, he tosses up the camera. Catch the camera. It throws it as he keeps yeah. falling. The sacrifice was made. Or this is old, so just tosses the film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. It would have been kind of cool if old cameras like that with film mm-hmm. shot the film canisters out like shells out of a gun. Hmm. <laughs> like every time you click it, the film things. Because I know they have multiple things on them, but right. if they're like single shots, and they just. Imagine not expecting it and you take a picture and it runs out and like shoots out and hits you in the face. You're just like, ow! Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Or you're taking a scenic picture and you take it and it goes ka-ching and just launches your phone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. Oh, it's like, oh man, that would be terrible. Uh, you're like, oh, I got this really good picture. Never mind. No picture. No, that was my last film canister. Oh, that would stink. Yeah, one time I had an, an older camera with a, with a film canister. The first camera I ever got, actually, I think what got me into photography was this camera. But uh, I took it out and I opened it. You know, I'm looking at it. Unbeknownst to me, you can't expose it to light. And I had my lamp on. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so let's just say that whole film is ruined. I didn't even bother going to Walmart to get it developed. I was like, you know, it's just going in the garbage. It's pointless. <laughs> I was like, Did goodbye. you take... Did you take good pictures? I mean, you won't really know. I have no idea. I don't even remember what I took. (laughs) The world will never know. I'm just glad that I got the one that I took on my trip to Canada. So I have those pictures. But other than that, I don't know what was on that film canister. Did you take the Canada pictures on on film? Yeah, I have them somewhere. Mm. Developed somewhere. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. I would like to go to Canada again. I would love to go to Canada. I, I want to try so uh, long. what's it uh poutine I believe the 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 gravy fries I do not like poutine I've never had it but I want to try it but see because <laughs> um uh-huh, go ahead gravy with fries mm, amazing 100% but I have a problem with textures and that involves squishy cheese <laughs> that's why I don't like it but the flavor of gravy with fries itself is amazing because I was going to say, I know, like, it has to be, I think they said, like, 
gray gravy versus brown gravy or something like that. Like it, it matters what kind of gravy they put on it, I think. Yeah. And, so, and something with the cheese, it has to be some sort of curd. Lots yeah. of rules. Maybe next time we way off record topic. this podcast, we'll record in Canada. All right. It's fine. I don't, it's I don't about think Canada. I don't think they'll we let us. From New York to Canada. It's fine. Yeah. Do, will they let you travel the border if we're... Aren't we still in like some sort of lockdown? I don't know. We're we'll not. We'll find a way. <laughs> I'm like, our state's not. <laughs> our state's like, you want to go well, out, go for it. <laughs> well, I'm, no, I'm not. I don't mean the statewide. I mean, like, in, as far as getting into Canada. Oh, maybe. I don't know if there is. Probably. They're safer than... But I will I say. Uh-huh. We're... We were driving in Buffalo the other day, and I could see Canada. I mean, it was right there. That's cool. I could practically touch it, but I wasn't allowed in. <laughs> I know the the border between the U.S. and Mexico isn't closed, because I have friends that just went to Mexico and came back. So that's open. Okay. But I don't know about the border from U.S. to Canada. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> this is my dad's great uncle, Charlie Becker was the mayor of Munchkinland in the original Wizard of Oz. Says he also doubled oh. as a flying monkey. Oh, flying monkeys. Nice. Hmm. That'd be fun. He's a small guy. <laughs> is it? Is it bad that when I think of Munchkinland, all I could think of are munchkins from, was it Dunkin' Donuts that has mm. the munchkins? Yeah. Now I just want donuts. I always want donuts, man. Yeah, but I forget about my need for donuts until you mention temporarily. Donut. Until yeah, hmm. <sighs> and I want a donut. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> All right, this next one says, "Not famous in the traditional sense, but I have four uncles in my family who are world-renowned physicians. One has a patent that is used worldwide in cardiac surgery. Another just won India's most prestigious award for citizens' distinguished service from the president of India himself." Another is retired, but used to be the personal physician to the Royal House of Bhutan. The last one, the last is one of the top orthopedic surgeons in the world. Pretty astounding achievements in their fields. Wow. They really get around. Yeah, they do. And that's impressive because we were just making fun of crazy uncles being, you know, <laughs> crazy uncles. But I guess not all uncles are crazy. No. Our uncles aren't very crazy. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're not crazy in this Tradition. half uncle seven times removed way. Yeah, but they are <laughs> anyway. Imagine anyway. like that's crazy. My family has not achieved anything like this, but that's Mm-mm. okay. We we like living in the shadows of other people's accomplishments. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not nearly skilled enough for heart surgery. No, me neither. You know, speaking of heart surgery, this next one says, <laughs> Grandpa's cousin performed the first successful heart transplant. Oh, nice. Bravo. Yeah. Just thinking about, I'm sorry, <laughs> thinking about us not being qualified for this. I can just picture me being in there and be like, you said cut the red wire, right? And they're like, that was the order. And I'm like, oops. oh, <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> uh, whoops. It's like cut the red wire. <laughs> yeah, they're all red. They're all red. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> You're just like pulling out. Wait, so first you said take out the heart. They're like, no, don't take out the heart. <laughs> but you said it's a dying heart. But we need to get the other one here first. Oops. <laughs> just oh, man. put it back in there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In all honesty, honesty, though, just the complexity of the tools required that a surgeon uses. Like I watched a wired interview a while ago about heart surgery tools for no reason whatsoever. It was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And there were so many different like clamps that are non crushing so they can grab the veins and then like actual clamps and like suture things and needles that are bent and saws and robots even. So above my pay grade. Definitely. Next. Oh, I was going to say before before we continue, I have a friend who's yeah. actually two friends who's who are nurses, and there's you know the robot McSlippy, the one with all the little arms. Yeah. Everything. Imagine, mom, I'm going to nursing school. Okay, great. So what do you do? I play video games, drive a robot all day at work. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that so much. Like that's what he gets paid for, basically playing a video game and a robot. But if he does it wrong, it can mess up someone's life. So yeah, I don't want that sure. pressure. No, but operating that kind of robot would be awesome. I agree. All right. Next up, we have my stepbrother was the guy who dove into the wedding cake in the November rain video. I don't know what they're talking about because I haven't seen this video. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the video, but we have a snapshot of the guy just full out eating himself through like, what is that? A three or four tiered wedding cake? Four tiered cake. <laughs> so good for him. I just imagine the person they ask, we need you to make a cake for this music video. Oh, sweet. Awesome. And then they're there and the guy just dives right through all their hard work. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. What? <laughs> they, they set it down. Now we spent extra time making this cake beautiful for your video and they're like bring in charles and then you just dive <laughs> through it yeah yeah that's a bummer because then you can't even eat it because it's got charles all over it mm. that's i know i would try to save some pieces of cake i'd be like this is my piece <laughs> <laughs> i hope it didn't all get destroyed all right next we have we have the voice of homer simpson in our family dan Oh man, Cas Casta Casta Lanetta Casta Lanetta. I have no idea. Castell. That's cool. I have no idea. I've never seen the Simpsons, the Simpsons but seems I mean cool. I, I, another voice actor. Another voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Gotta love them voice actor family members. But let's go to a full. What do you call it? Because they're not really. Like, how do you say who's a voice actor and who's a normal actor without demeaning the other one? You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's like demeaning more than differentiating. Like we have voice actors, right. we have actors, we have singers. Like it, there. It's not really like, you know, looking down on one. It's just putting them in a different category. You know, like or right, you can right, say right. like um, a live actor or something like that. Yeah, you wouldn't say a real actor though. Right. That would be demeaning. That's wrong. Okay. We don't do that at the Modern Fedora <laughs> Podcast. Not 
During recording sessions, at least. In the, in the words of in the words of Horton the Elephant, an actor is an actor, no matter how small. <laughs> oh man! Now I'm just thinking of Munchkins again. Gee, <laughs> what you in the world? How? Why didn't you say Munchkins? <laughs> well, you said small, and then I thought of the small guy from Munchkin, whatever, and then I went donuts again. Okay. This is a big blooper reel today. Yeah. Next one. Robert De Niro is my uncle-in-law. Hmm. Okay. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think this is the first famous person on this list that I've actually heard of. Yeah. Well, except for the first voice actor, we knew right. some of those voices. Right. But That's cool, though. Imagine their family get-togethers. Yeah. <laughs> Intense. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> can you do this role? Can you do this role? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Unless they're just always doing the roles and the bits and it's like annoying. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's true. I've never never really been around an actor. Me so. neither. <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty. Before I read this next one, just say I don't know how much I would advertise this, but um, it says <laughs> one of my great, great uncles escaped from a maximum security jail in Texas, 1920s. He was never caught. He lived under an assumed name for 30 years or so after. Wow. I guess they figure it's okay, considering it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. happened in the 1920s. Isn't there like a statute of limitations that like you can't be charged anymore or something? In may- Maybe he passed away. Or is that only like murders? He could have. Because it says... actually. He lived under a rock. So. Wait, he lived under a rock? I mean, like lived Patrick? under an assumed name. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's because there's an expression. Do you live under a rock? <laughs> like Patrick. Maybe that was his assumed name. Maybe it was Patrick. Yeah, Patrick the star. <laughs> oh, the star of Texas. <laughs> hey. Maybe that was the name he got arrested. Patrick the Star. Yeah. All right. So he's definitely dead. I hope so. <laughs> if he was born in 1920 when he escaped, he would be 102 right now. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's hope he wasn't born in 1920s because that's when he escaped. So he was a baby in prison and I escaped mean... when he was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why he, he could have escaped. Born in jail, and then nobody spotted the infant just crawling <laughs> this out. My baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Bye. His mom sent him to go bring back a file. Uh, yeah. And he never returned. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> wow. All right. Next one says Alec Guinness. He is a great, great uncle of mine, most famous in film for playing Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars trilogy. Really? Wow. Is that true? Yeah, I see it. I th- I think so, yeah. Hmm. I more so know about Ewan McGregor, but yeah, let me do a quick Google search. It looks on the up and up. Yeah, they have the same picture. I think, they, I think they spelled his name wrong, though, which is... Yeah, they did. Which is weird if it's their own uncle. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the problem is the image that we have from the person 
He has no hair. (laughs) (laughs) And he's in his suit. (laughs) But but old Obi-Wan obviously has hair and a white beard. So slap that on him and that's him. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. This dude actually seems really interesting. He also was World War II Operation Husky. Wow. Military career, the United Kingdom and the Royal Navy. He was a, whoa, whoa. Okay. Hold on a minute. This guy did a lot of stuff. He won a BAFTA, a Golden Globe, and a Tony. Whoa. It makes sense, though. Yeah. And an Academy you know, Award. Just just to, just because. Just, like, wow. This dude is pretty cool. Sadly, he died in 2000, though. So, yeah. before I was even born. At age 86. Wow, that's wow. really cool. It's funny looking at his younger pictures, like, <laughs> doesn't even look the same. I know, like, right? I have no idea. I only recognize him as the Obi-Wan. older gentleman. <laughs> as Obi-Wan. <laughs> as Obi-Wan. Help me, Obi-Wan. <laughs> You're my only hope. Oh, man, that's cool. All right, back to the podcast. <laughs> back to the podcast. Sorry, that little detour, but that was a really cool detour, like... Yeah. Good for you, dude. I hope you're an actor now. Or That'd be cool. Girl. I don't know. There's no... <laughs> there's, there's nothing on here, so... Earth. Earth being. Earth. Earth. Carbon-based life being. form. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next one. We have... My dad was an animator and worked on several kids shows like Hey Arnold, SpongeBob, Simpsons, etc. His name was super memorable. And when I told people my age his name... They remembered it from the credits of those shows. Sadly, he passed away the year before this was written Uh at age of 59 of a random accident. Wow. That is so cool. Not that he passed away. (laughs) He He passed away. That's awesome, man. (laughs) (laughs) Bad way to start a sentence. (laughs) His animation. That's really cool, though. Yeah. What's his name? Why do they give names? It looks like. The majority of the names in the comic comments is saying Tuck Tucker. Huh. Maybe we can see if that checks out. Maybe. We can check the the death date. <laughs> but we still don't know like when this was written. So It says age fifty nine though. Uh, when he died. That's true. Tuck Tucker. Yeah. Maybe it yeah, was Tuck Tucker. So who's his son then? William Osborne. Or Tuck Tucker the third is this guy. He hmm. was a writer, storyboard artist, animator, songwriter, and director. Whoa. That's cool. What? It says he... Wait, yeah. Moved into Los Angeles after graduation to work at Disney to work on films like The Little Mermaid <gasps> as his first animation job. Whoa. Then he did Simpsons from Fox, went to Nickelodeon. That's when he did Rugrats, Ah, Real Monsters, Hey Arnold, SpongeBob. Um, Let's see. He did the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Whoa. And won the 38th annual Annie Award in 2011 for Best Music in a Television Production. Went on to direct the Fairly Odd Parents during its ninth season. 
and then began teaching. Wow. Cool. Teaching animation? <laughs> yeah. Graphic and animation design. That's cool. Interestingly. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I would definitely take that class. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do that. Uh, the family never disclosed his um, cause of death, which is fine. But mm-hmm. he has a huge list of things he worked on. That's cool. Tom and Jerry, the movie. Oh, I love Tom and Jerry. Yes. So when did he yeah, pass away then? 2020. Okay. Cause I was like, Tom and Jerry's not, you know, very old. Like we, like that came out a couple years ago. Oh, that was, <clears throat> that's the old, the old Tom oh, and Jerry old movie. Tom and Jerry apparently. Movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so sad. No, he, he died December 22, 2020. Hmm. So quite recently, actually. So he only has one child. So that must have been the one writing it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Cool shows, though. Hmm. All right. Alrighty. Moving on. I have two Nobel Prize winners in my extended family. J.J. Thompson and George Paget Thompson, and I googled these, and they're both, uh, they're both British physicists. Wow, too smart for me. Ah, uh, me too. I feel like imagine just having a conversation like with them, and they pull out some like physicist stuff, and like, cool, yeah, good for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when I become like, um. Scott from Ant-Man and the Wasp. He's like, do you guys just slap quantum in front of everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <Yep. laughs> oh, man. Alrighty. Next one is my great-grandmother was Charlie Chaplin's niece. Hmm. Interesting. So, very interesting. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't have any names, but we'll take your word for it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll believe you. <laughs> um, this next guy has accomplished more than I have. He says, I've been on American Ninja Warrior for about 20 seconds after competing five times. Huh. So is he saying that he has competed five times and altogether has only lasted 20 seconds or is he saying he's competed five times and they've only ever showed about 20 seconds of all any five of his runs no i believe he's saying he's been on it uh, five times for a collective of 20 seconds because it says it starts sadly and then yeah hey good for him though i I can't even complete one stage (laughs) so that that first stage where you like jump back and forth from the little platforms, I'd be dead. But yeah, let's go. <clears throat> oh, never mind. <laughs> I just, I just face, I face planted coming up the stairs last night. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was for the dumbest reason. I was walking up and I went to skip two steps and my legs were too cold. And so I didn't have flexibility, I guess. Mm. And I missed the step and just whap. Just fell straight down. Uh, it's kind of like when you uh, need your door. When you were walking down the steps and you need um, your door. Um, 
Uh, no comment on that. No comment on that. All right, moving on. It says, my great uncle designed outfits for Princess Diana. Whoa. Well, talk about well, getting, getting in the mix there. <laughs> yeah, clothing designers work on like a whole nother level that I can understand. I know. Because I can't look at fabric or even like already made clothes and be like, yeah, that's a style. This and this and this together complement match whatever like <laughs> i don't have the vision i look on the internet i'm like what looks good okay that works and i'll put it i'll put it together yeah. <laughs> but i'm not i can't look at something and be like you know what this would be really well uh, like you said add some yellow necklace here yeah. and this here i'm like you know what i think this looks good let me check the internet all right that's good let's go yeah i'm like you know what this is a hoodie these are jeans that works <laughs> yep Hey. And that's why we're not fashion designers. Exactly. Alright. Next we have my second cousin is Simon Laban, the lead singer from Duran Duran. Never actually met the dude, but still pretty cool. I have no idea who this is. Uh, Duran Duran's a band. Well, yeah, I gathered that, but Simon Laban. never actually heard it. You know, that's kind of rude. I mean, I guess if it's a second cousin, but I mean, I feel like you should at least meet all your family members at least once. Well, I mean, like, Jaden is my second cousin and we're close. Right. I'm close with all my cousins. Yeah. No matter how Even distant the ones they that are. are. Older than us, you know, that are like our yeah. mom's cousins and everything. I, yeah. So, like, I still. The third cousins? Yeah. Go for it. Add them all on there. <laughs> but I feel like you should at least meet all of your family members at least once. So the fact that he's never met him, it's like, yeah. mm, okay, you let your fame get to your head. Like, yeah, 100%. I mean, I would kind of understand if it was like the opposite side of the family and it had been like splits in the middle. So it's like multiple times removed and like complete opposite, opposite side of the world. No one keeps contact. That would be understandable. But being the second cousin, like, that's pretty close. Right. Like, I feel like you shouldn't meet him. I don't know. I don't have very much respect for this guy anymore because I feel, <laughs> I feel, well, I'm going to say this. I should hope that if for some freak reason I ever do become, you know, famous, that I would have the, you know, decency to come and at least visit my family, you know, at least I'd hope so once a year. You know, if I'm, you know, super busy on like tours and everything, at least once a year. Well, I mean, your family would kill you if <laughs> yeah, you didn't. That's valid. So... <laughs> that's valid. <laughs> you wouldn't have much of a choice. Yeah. Alrighty. Moving on. Okay. How many of you have watched movies? I'm hoping all of you. How many of you no. love... Be quiet. I know you have. How many of you <laughs> love the scores in movies? I know I do. One of the experts yes. greatest of this generation is Hans Zimmer. Apparently, this person wow. says Hans Zimmer is my grandmother's brother by adoption. No way! That's so cool. Right? He has great musical That's so scores. Cool. Yeah, his name is everywhere. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. Everywhere. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Oh man. Yeah. I have no idea what his voice sounds like, but now that's all I can think of. Yeah, if you don't Hi, know. Hi, my name is Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Hans Zimmer. 
<laughs> if you don't know what he's composed, oh, here's just to name a few. The Lion King, which he won an Academy Ooh. Award. Yeah. Gladiator, Pirates of the Caribbean mm. series, all of them. Dark Knight oh, Trilogy, wow. Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk, Blade Runner, Ooh. No Time to Die, and Dune. Wow. Just to name a few. Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. It says he's Man of Steel. composed over for has composed for over 150 films. See, Hans Zimmer, I feel, is a name that most people know mm-hmm. if you like movies. Because like we said, he's everywhere. Yeah. He has done work for so many things. Yeah. I agree. I'd be like, can That's you... That's pretty nuts. Imagine having him be like, hey, can you compose our wedding song? <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. That would be an amazing wedding song. Right? Yeah. Wow. Crazier than a jar of mixed nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> um next well if very distant cousins count i think so yeah i recently found out that i'm related to emmanuel macron macron i have no idea how to say the last name sorry the current french president but you have to go back to the 17th century to find the link i think it counts wow <laughs> that is a big split i'd be like hey <laughs> where's my money yeah, remember me? I mean, we knew each other back in the 17th century. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like, I'm related to the French president. I wonder if you would get, like, diplomatic immunity if you went to France. Be like, hey, I know this guy. I have proof. I have papers right here. <laughs> uh, I think unless you had papers, 17th century would be a little bit too long ago for diplomatic immunity. But, hey, worth a shot. <laughs> Alrighty. Next one. We have I'm third cousin to John Stamos. Whoa. Right? That's pretty cool. Like third cousin's pretty close. Right. That's like I mean, I know I know our third cousins. So like right. you know Well I mean the question is, have they met John Stamos? Because we just saw that other guy never, oh, excuse me, never even met the person. So I feel like they uh, would. John Stamos just kind of gives off that vibe like he would go visit his family. Yeah. I feel like he'd, if they'd never met him, they'd probably say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. He just, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Next we have my uncle founded Pickleball. What is pickleball? Um, it's a version of tennis, kind of. I have never played it, but I want to play it so much. Is Problem it with an extra are... pickle? No, oh. not at all. It's like a tennis tennis ball sized ball, but I think it's made of a different material. And then you have like these really big ping pong paddles, and you play closer than normal tennis. It looks fun, and I've wanted to play it for a long time. But they are extremely expensive, actually. Make your own. I'm not that smart. <laughs> That's your reason. I'm not that <laughs> smart. You're not that smart or not yeah. that um, have that much energy to do it. I'm not that motivated. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're like, you were struggling there for a little bit. I got you. 
Yeah. Although, I mean, I do have a question for this guy. What's up with the name Pickleball? Tennis was taken. <laughs> Why is it? We're going to hit a ball with paddles. Can it we call looks... it tennis? No. Okay. Plan B. Pickleball. <laughs> like, what? Plan B. Table tennis. Nope. That's taken. And plan C. Pickleball. <laughs> Plan C, ping pong, taken. No! (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, ping pong is is a ridiculous name, too. It's time to make sense of the racket. Ping pong. What's that word? Onomatopoeia? Wow, that's a $4 word. (laughs) That's the word for sounds as words. Hmm. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Bam, slam, crack, punch, ding dong, like all the like noises translated into words mm. is a ridiculous word in itself. Yeah. I don't want to be a. I don't want to be a. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Next one. We have my great, 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 great whatever grandfather was part of Queen wow. Victoria's staff. <laughs> <laughs> How many grades would she have to put if she went back that uh... far? <laughs> Oh man, now I can only think of Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. <laughs> when the little was like, great, 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 yeah, great, yeah. great, 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 Mm. Yeah, I guess we'll give it to you because we can't fact check you in any way. Right. So. Are you fact checking? Oh, no. What? For Queen Victoria's staff? Yeah, well, I said we can't fact check. You said, uh, oh, wait. No, I said, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Misunderstanding. Um the next one, I don't really know what what exactly they're talking about. Like the relation to the person. The only thing we have is the cook on the old western show Rawhide. Hmm. I have heard of Rawhide before. I don't know. One person in the comment says call Paul Brindiger is the person, but I don't understand the relationship of this person to the writer. Nope. Don't know why they wouldn't want to disclose that. Maybe it was too many greats. No. <laughs> yeah. My, I would just do, if I ever had a, a person, I'd I'd be like the person before. Great, 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 whatever grandfather <laughs> was. Uh, yeah. Or I'd do like great 30X grandfather. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, if you really want to say that many greats, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Alrighty. This person says, I have a cousin who won an Emmy. No one would know her name, though, because she's a producer. She used to produce for Letterman. Huh, cool. Yeah. Good for her. Good job. Round of applause. Yeah, producers. Don't get much spotlight. But without them, we'd have no movies. And that would be tragic. Very sad. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah. 
100%. 100p. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. Okay, we're done. That was a little bit. So, you know, let us know if you get the reference. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Modern Fedora podcast. You can show your support of the show by leaving a review on Apple Pod or Spotify or maybe Google Podcasts. Honestly, I don't know where all these sites <laughs> we're on a lot of are them, and what so they do. <laughs> we're on a ton, so you have no excuse for not listening to us. Just saying. If you found us, look you're wherever welcome. you found us on. <laughs> if you found us, you're welcome. <laughs> you have been saved. Yes, by the best podcast really. in the world. Also, if you have trouble falling asleep at night like I do, you can always do some light reading on the Modern Fedora blog written by Modern Fedora's... Hold on, what did that say? Fedora. Oh, yeah, okay. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you have trouble falling asleep at night like I do, you can always do some light reading by going over to the Modern Fedora Blog written by Modern Fedora co-host Jaden. Check it out at modernfedora.blogspot.com. If you have trouble falling asleep, you could try chloroform too, but I don't recommend it. No, me neither. <laughs> this is a safer option. <laughs> yeah. Okay, stay warm, stay alive, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to wear a fedora. <laughs>